You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to an Egg Bowl flagship. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit. Ben on Twitter. I write for the Ole Miss Spirit. OMSpirit.com and Food of On 3. And with me is Brian Haydad of Super Talk. And Brian Haydad and I have been previewing Egg Bowls for how long now? Gosh, man. Uh, it's been a long 10 time. 10 years? Yeah. Have we really been previewing Egg Bowls for a decade? Yeah, I mean, I started with uh, with the company that shall not be named. No. No. In 20, uh, well, I started in 2013 was when I took over uh, the Mississippi State side of that. So, yeah, yeah. Ten years we've been doing this. Well, here we are again for the 20. 20- we, we were supposed to be on the beach of- right now, Ben, but it didn't work yeah. out like that. Didn't work out that way. Uh, but I'm here to talk to you today about the Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving night. Um, Ole Miss and Mississippi State, the annual in-state rivalry game that we're all used to. Uh First of all, man, how are you? I haven't seen you in a while. I don't even care about the state stuff yet. I, how are you, Brian? How are you, friend? Uh, I'm doing well. I, I was not feeling well yesterday. I, I don't know. If, I doubt you listened to my podcast, but I didn't. I, I was battling. You listen to my bugs. podcast? Nah. Bro, no. Okay. Then no. But you know, I'm just. But I, I mentioned on the podcast I was not feeling well yesterday. But woke up today. I got a good night's sleep. Woke up today. I feel good. Um, I'm down 80 pounds as of today. So I'm. I'm That's amazing, dude. Yeah, feeling good. What have you been doing? 290. You've lost 80 pounds, man. That's incredible. Yeah, since, since January 1, yeah. When's the last time you've been under three? Today. Today. It's like first time ever? I mean, no, ever? I, no, I mean, I, I got under three about a month and a half ago. That's awesome. Uh, but prior to that, you, we got we to go back. I don't know. That's why Jelly Roll says, man, you know, the windshield is way bigger than the rear view for a reason, man. That's right. I like Never that. again with that. But Never again with that. I don't know who bro. Jelly Roll is, but sure. I, I don't either. I, I The only reason I do is because of this quote. He's apparently a country music star who became famous at like 39. So there's still hope. You know, DDP was world the oldest world champion. You know I mean? You know, it happens. Yeah. You know, what's sad is that um, I thought of you immediately yesterday. I was watching teasers because I could find nothing to watch on Apple TV. And I'm watching teasers and upcoming movies. And I saw uh, the teaser for The Iron Claw. Oh. And the first thing I thought of was, this is the most Brian Hayden movie I've ever I seen. I can't wait. I'm going yeah. to, I'm going to go to Tupelo to watch that. They got a better theater than Starville. 
So, so you bit you bit on my brain for the last couple of days, not just because it's Mississippi like State Week, but okay. also because it is. I, I was like, man, I I need to like we need to set up a trip where I come down there because honestly, it'd be like watching. I went and saw the Mario movie with my entire family, including my little nephew, who is like the biggest Mario nerd you'll ever know. So like he's calling it everything, like oh that's from this and that's from this. I kind of want to do that with you with the Iron Claw Creep. Like, don't act like you don't know who those people are. I don't. don't act like you don't recognize Ric Flair, for God's well, sake. I recognize Ric Flair, but like the Von Elric family, I didn't, you know, I'm not. Did you that, call them? Did I mess it up? Von Eric. I said that. You said Elric. Oh, well, I was close enough. See, again, I'm not the expert you are. I don't pretend to be. Uh, I'm, not, <laughs> no. I'm not an expert about Mississippi State either. That's why you're here for the Egg Bowl. And Mississippi State's coming off a win. A little bit yeah. of a. Uh, Feeling good. Change your pace. Just, good vibes. Just decided to switch things up for a week this week. Right? Good vibes rolling into the Egg Bowl, huh? Playing yeah. for bowl eligibility. It does seem like they're, you know, they're playing for something. Yeah, I mean, on top of it, you know, being the Egg Bowl and, and people are going to play, you know, you got to play for something anyway in that game. But, yeah, State does have the extra layer in this game of trying to get to a bowl game and trying to keep you – know, it's, it's kind of interesting that, you know, st- the the bowl streak, which has become a thing at Mississippi State. I think this is just 13 years in a row now. There's a really good chance because the conference, there's just not a lot of six and six teams. It looks like Florida's going to be five and seven. South Carolina's going to be five and seven. Vanderbilt's obviously out. Arkansas's out. State at five and seven has the APR that they're probably going to go to a bowl regardless. Okay. But there is something to be said. You know as well as I do that. Six and six just feels a whole hell of a lot different than five and seven does. Yeah, five and seven, and what would they be? One and seven in the conference going to yeah. a bowl. It just doesn't hit the same, you know. <laughs> as the kids say, yeah. Yeah, as the kids say, that's not bussing at all, Brian. Ain't it? <laughs> all right. Um. So Ole Miss is coming off of a sleepwalking performance against ULM. Georgia was a beatdown. Um. It, it's you know no matter what we say it every year and it's cliche but it's true. It doesn't matter what the what the records are. When these teams get together, anything could happen. But for you, as you sit in your seat on November 20th, days away now from not only the Egg Bowl but Thanksgiving, how do you see this game playing out? Where do you kind of see things as you as you set the stage for it? Not not in a pleasant way for Mississippi State. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just be honest, this is a really good Ole Miss football team. Um, they're better than they were a season ago. Jackson Dart has been really good this year. Uh, and as I, you know, really, I think is I wouldn't say carried this team, but he's definitely led this team. I was amazed that Ole Miss didn't make him their Connerly uh, nominee over Judkins. Um, I didn't get that. Didn't get it. I mean, I'm not going to vote for Judkins. I'll just go ahead and tell you. I, who I wins the Who wins the Connerly? Because I'll be honest, I was reading through the names that I didn't recognize, but one of them. That's a good question. You know, we'll go off topic here for a second, but like this is the year a small school guy could win it. I think I'm going to vote for Patrick Shegog. He's a quarterback at Delta State, played at South Panola. He's having a fantastic year. Delta State's really, really good. I mean, Judkins is not the best player on his team this year. And I don't know that he'll even be first team all SEC unless he has a monster egg bowl. Um, so no, I I don't think I will I don't I don't think I'll vote for him. But over, not the over. state player. Who's the state nominee? Mookie Watson. Watson is not gonna win it either. I mean, he's having a good year. He's leading the SEC in sacks, but no. Nah. So just we're going with the small school pick. Small school I, 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 I can't get over that you have a vote for the Connerly. I know. Right? When did this happen? Like I didn't. You don't have that. one. No. <laughs> no one asked me to do nothing. I mean, nothing. I'll, I'll pass your name up the chain. I'll see if I can get Thanks. you. I, I bet you Rick's in charge of it, Rick Cleveland. And if he is, what the hell, Rick? 
You know, it's not rigged. No, it's not. It's it's, uh, well, it's Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame. So, but like, I would fit kind of the perfect narrative of like, oh, you media guys don't know shit because I didn't even know who the Delta State quarterback was. That's and I'd right. Be voting yeah, on yeah. something. I don't. You would have just wrote Quinshaw Judkins in you big homer. No, it, it was going to come eventually. I knew it was going to come eventually, but. <laughs> You know, I'm glad that we've matured enough to where it's only come like two minutes into this. That's what she said. But you get what I'm saying. <laughs> you got me on that one. Yeah, I know. I would. All right. So, how does Mississippi State? I, I think they're two touchdown dogs this weekend at home. I don't think. I think it's going to be closer than that, especially early on. You don't think so? So, no. okay. I haven't watched. And I'm not just saying this. I truly have not watched a snap of Mississippi State football this year. I haven't seen it. Okay. All right. So I've seen tell, them all. And you've seen them all. Yeah. So as the old miss, the the typical stereotypical old miss person, in your opinion, who, <clears> you know, just elitist, hadn't paid attention to little Mississippi State for the right. week. All yeah. right. Set up is like set it up for me. Tell me like what how does Mississippi State win? Uh where oh he, he just you're, there's no every reaction is you going, Oh God. Oh so there's no off. chance here for well, you. Well, let me ask you, let me ask you this. Look, right. I don't know if you can recall that, but think about like 2017, right? Yeah. When State was, I think they were eight and three coming in. They had played really well all year. The game was in Starville. State was a 17 point favorite. Ole Miss had not played well that season. You know, if, if we were having this discussion then, what would, I mean, I'm like, so what can Ole Miss do to win? You would prior to the game, you'd been like, I mean, it's going to be tough. Yeah. That's where State is, you know? So, you know, the way State wins is they have to score early, they have to get in the game. That's how upsets happen, right? You, you, yeah. you got to hang around early. You, you can't get down. I mean, Ole Miss. I'm always surprised when it's not seven nothing Ole Miss after the first drive, and yeah. nobody scripts plays better on that first drive than Lane Kiffin. Now after the first drive script, it it can go either way. It can go either way. I just touch and that. go, touch and well, go. You know, there's something about being up seven nothing, and and for State, you know, they've been so inconsistent this year offensively. They've been so inconsistent this year defensively. I feel like they're playing better defense over the past like four or five weeks, but you know, they still gave up some big plays to USM. Uh, this past weekend, offensively having Rodgers back helps, but it's it's kind of weird. Like they scored forty one points last week, and you know, they did have a they did have a, a pick six in there. Um, but Rodgers wasn't particularly good, and but they, they but they can at least find points when he's on the, in the game. When yeah. he's not playing, they have no chance. I mean, you saw with Mike Wright and Chris Parson, they scored twenty six points in four games. Not twenty six points a game. Twenty six points in four games. You know, I thought I was never going to have to see the Sylvester Croom things again, but apparently I'm not, I just can't get lucky like that. i got to say, we've been, again, doing these together, previewing the Egg Bowl for 10 years. Yeah. Usually your troll game is on, you know, 100, and you're going crazy and messing yeah. with me and trying to get a rock. I got like, nothing to say. The defeatism here is just – I mean, I, I'm not look, used to it. I made this point yesterday, and I said, you know, yeah, crazy things happen in the Egg Bowl all the time, right? We have fights. We get weird celebrations. We, we get, get weird you know, friendships like Ben and Brian hate right, right. But what we don't usually get are upsets. For the most part. I mean, we, we, when you have an upset, like last year was an upset, but State was like, what, a four or five point underdog? I mean, that's yeah. is really an upset. This would be a huge upset. And the last time we had one of those was 2017. And in that one, even then, you could say that Fitzgerald getting hurt is the reason that that upset happens. So, you know, yeah, I mean – Upsets happen in college football. They happen every week. And Stole Miss is not unbeatable by any stretch of the imagination. They're a good football team. They're a much better football team than Mississippi State. 
But when you look at their SEC games this year, I mean, they would be what Arkansas by seven and Auburn by seven and and A and M by three, LSU by ten. They have the blowout win over Vanderbilt, but I mean, they've they've let teams hang around for the most part. So, is there a path for State to win this game? Sure, sure, you could find a way for that to happen. Sure, but am I going to sit here on Monday and when we're recording? I don't know when you'll you'll air. I posted you, it today. Oh, yeah. I got to get this enthusiasm, this exciting interview out today. You know. <laughs> I mean, I'm enthusiastic for the Egg Bowl. I always enjoy the Egg Bowl. I hate my the Egg 31st, Bowl. I know you do. My 31st straight that I'll be in attendance for. That That's is crazy. That's an accomplishment, man. I don't yeah. know what at the end of your life you're going to get as a reward for this other than, you know, a lot of you know, St. Peter's going to be like, you are a dumbass. You could have <laughs> so, done other really, things. You could have been in time. Haiti, you know, feeding yeah. hungry kids, and you went to <laughs> 31 straight Egg Bowls. Like for to what end? Here's, here's, think, okay, you've been to thirty one. Whenever straight. I hear the word Haiti, there was a, a Saturday Night Live skit called, called "Bad Idea Jeans." Yeah, guy said, "You know, normally I wear a condom, but then I thought, when am I going to be in Haiti again?" So the other day, um, <laughs> wait, I'm, the other day, you so the other day, I'm watching. I got Gracie and one of her friends. They're at they're at the house. And we're waiting for the dryer guy to come. The heat and element had gone out on my on my dryer. Okay. And because I'm a person who can't fix things for themselves and have to pay somebody because I'm a fool, we're having to wait on the dryer guy to come by. All right. Yeah. So we're watching Father of the Bride. And as Brian McKenzie and Steve Martin's daughter are leaving the house after meeting the parents for the first time, he says, Don't forget your condom. All right. And then it's a joke and blah, blah, blah. Well, of course, my immediate reaction, if I hadn't said anything, nothing would have come of it, probably. Right. But of course, I went, Oh, and both girls first. Gracie's friend, then Gracie. Daddy, what's a condom? Mm. Mm. Brian, I froze, brother. <laughs> I finally just went, hey, y'all hungry for dinner? Talking like Fozzie Bear. Hey, who, wants to, who wants to get ice cream? Hey, let's go get some food. You know? Like, I didn't know. It was like dancing. <laughs> McDonald's! Dancing. Okay. All right. So, what, what has been up with Will Rogers this year? Because I thought it was just they replaced him with Mike Wright. So Rogers, you know, started the season, um, wasn't great. I mean, it, it just wasn't great. I, I think this offense, I think the decision to switch away from the air raid killed him. Rogers, I don't, I don't understand day, that. I don't. Rogers, at the end of the day, as much as he didn't want to be labeled as one, he is a system quarterback. You put him in an air raid system, and he'll be fine. You put him in this system, and he's not. And you know, he played not great against Arizona. They really limited him. Limited him in that game. Uh, he was terrible. They won that game, and Arizona's like 23rd now, right? <laughs> State won. That's before Arizona changed quarterbacks, though. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but regardless, I mean, it is, when you just look at it on the surface, that's one of the most inexplicable results of this season. <laughs> that makes season. no sense. Um, against LSU, he was awful. And then, you know, you think, okay, well, it's LSU. And then you see that LSU's defense is just not good. And then two weeks later, they give up 700 yards to Ole Miss, and you're like, State couldn't even get 250 against yeah. this LSU defense. Yeah. Um. He was really good against South Carolina, and that was the only game where State really attacked the field vertically. Tulu Griffin set a, uh, a SC, um, an MSU record for receiving yards in a game, and he had. A, I mean, they were they were good. They just couldn't run the football, and then defensively, they were awful in that game. That's why they lost. Alabama's Alabama. Whatever. I'm not even going to get into that. <laughs> and then you know he gets hurt against Western Michigan, and he's just he's been out for four weeks now, and that's you know it, it, he's just now getting back. And so, like I said, it's not that he played particularly well on Saturday, but at least the offense looked, you know, competent at times. It, it did not with Mike Wright and then with Chris Parson out there. It just, they're the, Wright is just not an SEC quarterback. He's a good athlete, but he's just not an SEC quarterback. 
Parson is a long way away from being able to do anything at this level. I think he's a talented freshman, but he's he's got a long, long way to go. State State will be in the portal for a quarterback for sure. The disdain in your voice for this team is just they're not good. Man. And they're, they're, not only, they're not only not good, Ben, they're not fun to watch. Like you think back to like some of those old miss teams of the past few years. They 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 weren't good, but you know they they were moving the ball up and down the field. They're throwing deep to AJ Brown and DK Metcalf and, and Elijah Moore, and you're like they're at least exciting, right? Yeah. You know they're putting some points on the board. They just can't stop anybody. The games were exciting. This team is just painful. I mean, they they won a game seven to three. I mean, what year is it? The Talk of Champions Podcast Network is brought to you in part by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. It's getting close to the end of 2023. And if you need to make year-end donations for tax purposes, call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation and they'll walk you through their philanthropic giving initiatives. Whether it's the Vault Society or Empower, both initiatives give you a tax-deductible way to support the Champions Now campaign for Ole Miss Athletics. Or if you're working on estate planning, call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation to discuss Forever Ole Miss. For further information, call 662-915-7159. That's 662-915-7159. Or visit givetoathletics.com. That's givetoathletics.com. It's the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head. And PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The College Corner is headed to Oxford. Stop by their new location in the Oxford Commons off Sisk Avenue. They'll have 4,000 square feet of Rebel gear ready for your trip to the Grove. On your next trip to Oxford, stop by the College Corner or our other great locations in Ridgeland and Flowood. Hats, shirts, polos, pullovers, sweats, T-shirts. College Corner has it all. And as always, you can visit us online at collegecornerstore.com. That's collegecornerstore.com. The College Corner, where your game day apparel meets. Introducing the new and improved BNA Bank mobile app. From setting transaction alerts and tracking your spending habits to managing travel plans and turning off a lost or stolen debit card, you can take care of all of it in the new BNA mobile app. 
At BNA Bank, we know that life moves pretty fast, and we have the mobile technology to keep up with your life on the go. BNA Bank, local, invested, modern banking. What was the year that uh, State beat Auburn three to two? Oh, they lost Auburn three to two. Lost, that was the lost way. Okay. Yeah, I'm short. I'm shortchanging those War Eagle Tigers, don't, don't, man. Don't 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 do that. So you don't expect any chance State wins this weekend. And that is not – or not this weekend, this Thanksgiving. That is not what I'm used to hearing. Usually when we do this, you're like, well, here's the thing, well, Ben. Well, think about it, though, Ben. Like the last decade of what we're talking about here, when has State been the big underdog in this game? Mm. They haven't been. I mean, you think back really since Mullen got came here in 09. His first year, Ole Miss was a big favorite. Next head State coach won. for State, right? You want now? The next head coach for State. Back no, like you never no. left. I just no? talked to Dan. I just talked to him like an hour ago. Oh, y'all, y'all like were y'all texting, sexting? What were y'all doing? No, but you can check out that interview at supertalk.fm as he relives his favorite egg bowl memories. There you go. Um, so Mullen's first year, state was a big underdog, but they get the win. The next year, state was favored, state was favored, state was favored in 12, even though Ole Miss won. Uh, I think Ole Miss was favored in 13, but it was close. State lost in 14 and 15. Ole Miss was favored in both those games, maybe. Or, or State may have been favored in 14, but it was close. 16, Ole Miss was a small favorite. 17, State was a big favorite and lost. 18, State was a big favorite and won. 19, I think it was like a two or three point spread. How do you well, remember this shit? Well, I mean, because it's, it's my He's job. He's gone to 31 straight. Yeah. 20, 20 and 21. 20 was uh, a, a close spread, and Ole Miss won by seven. 21, people forget State Ole Miss was nine and two coming into that game, and State was favored. State was favored at home. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then uh last year, Ole Miss, I think like I said, it was like a five or six point favorite, and State gets the win. It's been a long time for State since they've been a huge underdog in this game. So, I mean, I'll just go and tell you a few weeks ago when Arnett was still the coach, there was a lot of talk of this might be like the 2008 egg bowl, you know, the 45 nothing mm-hmm. game where it's just like, People, state fans are up there saying, just keep scoring. Just let's make sure we have no doubt that this is going to get done. Yeah. Well, the funniest thing about 2000, I just come back from my first job out of college at the Sun Belt to work at the Spirit. Uh-huh. And I mean, that was my second game after the LSU game and yeah. Ole Miss beat LSU. And when I say that I legitimately, for the first time, felt bad for a player, Wesley Carroll got destroyed. He's got destroyed. Destroyed. Murdered. Tyson Lee too, and just got got got, got murdered in that. I mean, that I come back and I witness, you know, multiple homicides during an egg bowl. I just didn't. I I don't know if I've ever told you. So I went to that game as a fan. I wasn't in the media yet, and but I was riding home with a guy who was in the media, so I couldn't leave early, right? So So, Bob, no, it wasn't Bob. Ah, shoot, I I barely knew Bob at that point. Ah, she and I weren't close friends at that point. But anyway. So I, you know, I got to stay to the end of this game. So I, I walked down uh, out of the end zone. And I'm sort of standing by this fence that all the Ole Miss fans are going out of, right? So I'm sitting there, maroon jacket, maroon baseball cap, and they're looking at me as they walk out, and they're all like, they're like they're just shaking their heads and like giving me the the pity look, <laughs> and I'm just like, I would rather fight all fifty thousand of you right now. Than have you sit here and pity me? It was the How worst day I've ever you. had as a fan, ever. You Ole Miss fans doing your elitist. Don't you pity me? Well, well that was even. I'm not even talking about elitist. I mean, they're just looking at me. I mean, I, I, I think I remember hearing one of them say, "I didn't think it would be that bad." I didn't either. It, it was. And I was just like, was... "This is the worst feeling ever in the world." <laughs> like it's one thing if you know you win and they're just like "f you" and "I hate you," blah blah. I can live with that. 
But for the Ole Miss fans to be walking down, be like, "Sorry, bro," like, no, that's I like can't. legit your nightmare. Mm-hmm. Getting pity from Ole Miss fans. Yes, I don't ever want pity. You never want anything. Anybody. You don't want any, but especially Ole Miss fans. Pity is the worst emotion to, to have foisted upon you. Yes. Like, you don't ever want to be pitied. Like, I feel bad for that guy. Nobody wants that. We've been to 31 straight. What's the most memorable one for you? <sighs> now, memorable can mean a lot of things. It can mean the biggest win, but it also can mean the one that you remember the most. Because yeah, for yeah, me, honestly, it's a loss. It's 97. Yeah. Mine's 2009. Yeah, that's a good one for, for for from that. 97, I mean, State, I mean, it's only 14-7, but State was in complete control. They had just pushed Ole Miss around all day. And then Jackie gets this wild hair up his ass to try to <laughs> kick a 50-plus yard field goal yep. in the pouring rain instead of, A, going for it on fourth and one when you have J.J. Johnson or, B, pooch punting it. J.J. Johnson. With Matt Wyatt, who was what a great pooch punter. No, we're going to kick a field goal. The field and I mean I can still see Stuart Patrick from that perspective that's probably it well, at least uh, you got to see it uh my dad got mad because state came back and he made us leave so we had to hear oh, David Kelly's that's call tough. I left I left the 07 egg bowl early when uh it was 14 yeah. Ole Miss going into the fourth quarter and I was in the state section but um I was by some really obnoxious Ole Miss fans and they were letting me have it and I was like you know what I don't I don't have to deal with this I live. I don't literally. need this in my life. Exactly. I live two minutes from this stadium. I'm going to get my car and go. Went home, <laughs> turned it on, and they won. I was just like, it had to be that way. Yeah. Well, what's the moral of the story here? Is, um, is don't 90. leave games. Don't leave games no. early. The moral yeah. of the story, don't leave games early. Uh, my most memorable win is probably 98, clinching the SEC West in Oxford. Had some champagne right there under the Arch of Champions. Uh, it, was, it was fun. It was a good time. I had some champagne under the Archer Champions. That's right, I did. We we broke bread till the early morning hours. Broke bread. <laughs> All right, so give me a score prediction then. I know you don't usually do that, I guess, but I do. I do every. I do it every uh, week. Well, I don't know. I don't listen to your worker. That's fine. I'm just you telling don't do you. Mine either. I, I don't, no, no, no one's saying anything. Uh, Ole Miss thirty-five ten. Sorry, Ole Miss thirty-five ten. Thirty. Oh my gosh. That is a beatdown. Yeah. Can I steal your prediction and write in the story that I'm stealing this prediction from a Mississippi State uh, reporter and Brian Haydad so that I don't get, like, jumped by somebody on on sure. Twitter or whatever? My, okay, good. Yeah. 35 to 10. That sounds that was the worst. It'd be like the ULM score for Ole Miss. Yeah. Yeah, I, but well, I th- the, the, the only thing that concerns me, and I don't know if concerns is the right word because I'm, my fan is coming out, but that's fine. But, like, I think it's going to be ugly early. And Kiffin might just let that coast in. He might just be like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get some points here while I can, and it, it could get out of hand. So. Yeah, I, I could. The only thing I bring up is because I was at that ULM game, mm-hmm. and ULM dominated Ole Miss up front in the first two quarters. Like yeah. dominated, and Ole Miss has some Ole Miss has some issues as far as blocking up front right now. The offensive but, line has not been great these past couple of weeks. No, been really bad, and the defensive line for State's pretty good. Yeah, it's okay. It has not been great this year though. I'm trying. How is it that we flip roles in this egg bowl interview? Like well, usually, there's a difference. there is one difference. I do care. I care. I care go. very, very much. But uh, the greatest egg bowl villain of all time was who? <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna stump you. I have two. I have like two or three of these. There, there's, there's, there's one. I got one name. I'm trying to think of a player. You're the only person that I could ask these stupid questions to. Freeze is the answer. 
for uh for coach he, okay. he over brewer um yeah. for a player um <laughs> it might be bo wallace Oh, Bo's been getting after some state fans this week, been. I think. But the thing that here's the thing about Bo Wallace. I love Bo. You know, uh, he won two egg bowls as a starter, but that that 14 egg bowl were state, state was number four coming into that game. They they yeah. you know they were they were they were on the periphery of the playoff. If they had was won, that, they might have might have made is it. Is that the one where Dak shit his pants? Is that the that's the next year? That's against Chad Kelly. Ah, oh. I mean he did. There's no getting around the fact that he shit his pants. Just, not, not so we're work. confirming it. Like that's confirmed. I mean, what else? Didn't we see the turd? Didn't we see it on the back of his pants? He pooped himself. Doesn't matter. He's my quarterback now. That's right. You're wearing a Cowboys hat. Don't you hate on Dak? No, that's my guy. I know. Dak, you would make rain Dakota Prescott. Love him if you could. Thing is, is man, like, why is it that my quarterback for my team in the NFL has got to come from where you came from? You know, like. Golly. I remember when the Saints drafted Deuce, and I was just like, God. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't need this. I almost became a Texans fan. I was like, I can't I can't cheer for this guy. See, like every – I got over it pretty quickly, though. Every Egg Bowl week, I talk to you, and I usually talk to Deuce. But at this point, I can't keep talking about the 97 fight. I can't keep doing it to him, you know. So, <laughs> hey, all right. So, this is the 18 fight, you know. We can talk about yeah. that one. Who like that wasn't a real fight though? We hadn't seen a real egg bowl fight in a while. Ninety seven was the last real brawl. Yeah, and but I don't want to see was, that. that one could have been. It, it could have been a brawl, but they 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 got hold of it pretty quickly. But Greg Knox, the interim coach, said, "You know, Will Rogers is in there rallying the boys after y'all's yeah. win on Saturday." I said, "Y'all for a reason." Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, one thing, like, and I got some some people on Twitter, like, and I'm like, "What do y'all want people to say? Like, right. what do you expect a football coach and his players to say?" Like. All right, great win, guys. We're going to get the shit kicked out of us on Thursday. You know? yeah. So, you know, just try to stay healthy. You know? <laughs> I get it. I mean, guys, we're going to come in here and we're going to give it all we got. You know, yeah, I mean, like you can't. You, this is football. What do you expect them to say? You know, yeah. Rogers is going to tell guys, hey, we're here to win. We're going to, what do you want them to say? And Bron Haydad, who, mm-hmm. as long as I've known him, has been terribly unshy about saying Ole Miss is the worst thing ever created since ever. And you're saying there's no chance for state this Thursday. That's I don't. I, I said I wouldn't say there's no chance. There's just not. Well, of much. course, they line up between them lines for a reason. You know, right? That's they why up. they play the game. They play the game. All right. Uh, I was going to ask you some other stuff, and I'm not going to do it to you. I want to ask you one thing before we get out of here. Okay. I'd stay around. I got nothing to do. Who's your friend? Ben Garrett is. is God my... dang right. That's all I wanted to know. All right. For the longest, you tried to deny. It's called kayfabe. You know about what that is. Yeah. You are, well, you are still a wrestling fan at heart. Well, here's the thing. I knew that the Iron Claw was referenced to a move, but I was like, wait a second. Was there like an Iron Claw wrestler? And then no, it's the Von it's Elric the claw. Eric. Yeah. yeah the, I know. Eric. I know the move. It's the claw. I know. Yeah. And yeah. like in the, th- in the teaser, he's going, put pressure on. I'm like, oh my God. You know? Yeah. Like, I wonder if that really hurt. Yes. Of course it would. Well, let me Who squeeze your head as hard as I can. I bet it'll hurt a little. Yeah. Uh, who is state? Who do you think are the main candidates for state right now? I I went the whole time. Yeah, I did um, good. I would say Jamie Chadwell. Uh, I think there's there's Willie Fritz is on the list. I think Ooh. John Sumrall is on, and uh, I can't I can't tell on Fritz or not. I can't tell. I don't know if I'm interested or not. 
keep waffling on that one. John is it ages to just say 63 is too old? Well, uh, here's here's what I said on, on Sports Talk, and you tell me if you disagree. If State hired Kyle Whittingham, how, how, how would State fans be excited? Yes. He's 64. Yeah, age is just a number, man. It's just a number, man. 60, I mean, Saban, if State hired Saban, he's 72. So, Fritz, Sumrall, John Sumrall would be an interesting guy for me. I think his name is on the list. I think Rhett Lashley is on the list. Arkansas not opening up this year helps State in that account. Um, that's probably the, the, the four I would look at right now. And then if, if State ends up going the coordinator route, uh, Jeff Levy would be on the list. Uh, uh, Alex Atkins at Florida State would be on the list. But I think State, I think someone really wants to go for a, a sitting head coach at this point. The the, the 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 Grand Slam guys, the guys like you take a swing and you connect with the two Kansas coaches, uh, Leipold and, and Kleiman, in my opinion. I don't I think didn't hear Dan Mullen. Huh? I didn't hear Dan Mullen. Mullen's, I don't think Mullen's interested in this job. It doesn't make any sense. All he wants is to be praised, and it's perfect for him. You know? It would be I, – I just think, you know, and you know this, that Mullen, Mullen and recruiting were like oil and water. They, they, he, was just, he was a guy he liked to develop. He, liked, he was a great play caller, a great developer of talent. But to get out there and really recruit, not his forte. And now you got to do it with your actual players every year. You got to you got to work the portal. I don't I don't think he's interested. The portal he's would actually fit him perfectly though, because I mean he's an X's and O's guy scheme wise. Dan Mullins second to nobody really. Yeah. Um, he just doesn't want to recruit. So in the age Always of NIL, surprised he didn't go to the NFL because he's too. a good coach. But what I'm saying is, if he could get a bigger job now, not necessarily. Flo- I mean, Florida is showing that it, it's way deeper than who your head coach is for yeah. Florida right now. Um, but if he if he got a job where uh, Ole Miss, for example, Ole Miss is, do, is in a better position NIL-wise than Mississippi State. I think it, Mississippi State's where they've kind of fallen back. Am I wrong on that? Because if they had the NIL in place, it's perfect for Dan. You don't really have to recruit. You just you got to have the money. You know what I mean? State's NIL, like this is – and this is uh, – I'll just – I'll say it for the first time. This is a typical Ole Miss thing. Oh, boy. Miss fans yeah. think that, that State – I hadn't said it the whole time – Ole Miss fans think State's sitting on like a pile of pennies over here for NIL. That's just not the case. State's NIL. Pitying you. Huh? You're pitying Pitying you. Yeah. So State's NIL is in a really good spot. They they have the NIL. Uh, That's not an issue. The furniture money come in? Uh, That. We got some some, uh, some whole hog money. It's been a a bumper crop on soybeans this year. We've been able to (laughs) really get it going. Every time you go eat sushi, you're helping Mississippi State. Oh, well, that, that's disappointing because I've been hearing since October, like, Ben, just wait, man. It's going to be Dan Mullen going back to state. Ah, I just, I just I, based on what who I've talked to, no, not interested. We're too friendly now. You know, the rivalry is not toxic anymore. There's no hate, right? No, I, I disagree with that. I think this is a toxic year for the rivalry, but. I was being facetious. You and I don't have that toxicity. Right. right. Yeah. We When we first started doing this, we were friends, but we were like frenemies. No, we weren't. No, that was first, you. Couple, the first couple years, you weren't too sure about me. I'm still not sure about you. Uh, yeah, I, I, okay. I, I mean, I mean, that's just. That's, I get I'm it. gonna go to my grave not sure about this friggin' hey dad guy over here. Don't forget you know, what you, know. you agreed to do for my my funeral. By the way, I've already forgotten what I do. What am I gonna do? So I told you I wanted you to come up there and you, you're gonna cut a promo like yes. the rock cut on Stone Cold Steve Austin yeah. at the. He's like, Brad, hey dad. <laughs> was the biggest piece of trailer park trash I ever knew. All you state fans are trash, and he was your king. <sighs> Friends and family gather here today. Exactly. To, That's what I just want you to know 
Brian Haydad is as good as dead. I'm just here to check him. Check him, make sure the pulse wouldn't be. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Exactly. That's what I want. Yeah, I want you to I can sit do that there in front of my wife and kids. Yeah. And do that. Yeah. And go, wow, I didn't know daddy was such a big piece of crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you do. Now they knew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody kind of knows. I mean, look at you. Yeah. Brian Haydad, 80, I, I was saying more like, you know, whatever. 80 pounds is incredible. What have you, you been doing? What now? What have you been doing? Just eating I have butter? sex nine times a day. So, guys, if you're trying to lose some weight, get your wife on board. And, oh, and, and both figuratively, figuratively and figuratively literally. Figuratively and literally, yes. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, you, you know, you burn, you know, you, you know, you burn about, you think about it, like 30 minutes, you burn, uh, you know, like 400 calories. You really are playing so, this out. Well, yeah, you burn like 400 calories in 30 minutes. So when you, you know, you talk about nine times a day, that's 30 minutes, minutes a time. 30, 30 minutes. minutes. Uh, uh, yeah. Buddy, 30 minutes. You mean so six and a half? That's what I'm saying. So, no, 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 listen to me. So you have 30, it's 30 minutes, right? right. So okay. divided by nine, that that's, that's three, three and a half minutes. <laughs> okay. That's Okay. <laughs> I was ah, getting let the, the joke line. play out, yeah, man. Stop let interrupting the line. <laughs> let him get to the punchline. Stop interrupting him. Stop interrupting me. Oh, yeah. God. All right. I love you, buddy. Thanks for doing all right, this. Man. Love you, too. All right. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.